I'm Sam Weger, Vice President of Recruiting and Training for Callaways. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Sam, very, very much. You can't hear him say that and not break into a smile. Everybody loves Sam Weger at Callaways. Everybody. I've never heard an unkind word said about Sam Weger. Thank you, Sam. What a great way to begin the program today, and good morning to you. Happy Mother's Day to each of you if you're a mama. Happy day. I hope it's a great day for you. And uh, we, uh, we wish the best for our mamas. I am an adopted person, and so I got something special. I got two mamas, one who cared enough to let another lady who was unable to have babies uh, raise me, and uh, I never knew that mama. I don't know where she was. I'm sure she's no longer on this earth, uh, but uh, that was a very special, selfless thing for her to do. And to my worldly mom that I did know, I lost her in 1991. I owe so much, and I thank her so much. So happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, We are here to talk about gardening, the plants at your place, uh, the green ones, and the ones that aren't so green. Oh, Mike and I have taken a vote, and it's 2-0. We'll be glad when this passes, and and we're talking about normal gardening things. But I'm here to help, and uh, I'm just glad that the freeze didn't happen back in, uh, let's say, November. And it uh, would have taken us four months of wintertime. Things started to grow pretty quickly, and so... The suffering time was less than it could have been. So give us a call. If I can help you, Mike Bass is running the boards, and he catches the calls first, and he sorts through them. So I get the, I get the, the ones that, that really do want to talk gardening, uh, and, and that would be you, I'm sure. So it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. This may be a pretty easy day to get through because a lot of families have family plans for the first time in two years. And uh, doing things with their mothers. I hope so. And uh, so give a call. 800-288-9227. We always begin my program with a visit to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And at this time last year, they were struggling to let anybody in the Botanic Garden. And now they'd love to have you stop out. And Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager, both of the Botanic Garden and of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, side-by-side partners there. He joins us as he always does on Sunday morning. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. I appreciate your joining us live on Mother's Day because I know your family has things going on and you have several plants you want to talk about. You couldn't narrow it to just one or two. You have four today. I know. Yeah, I I'm know. Let I you overboard. Just, yeah, overboard but, always. That's good. I'm just going to let so you take it. There are beautiful things in the garden now, and one of them is smoke tree. There's a variety called Velvet Cloak that is blooming in the perennial garden. Uh, this is a purple-leafed version of the European species. Uh, this is a deciduous, large shrub or small tree that gets about 10 to 15 feet tall and wide. Uh, smoke tree gets its name from the billowy hairs that are attached to the elongated stalks on the spent flower clusters. And these billowy hairs turn a smoky pink to a pinkish, uh, purple, purplish pink color. So that's where the tree gets its name. Uh, but uh, and, and our tree now has these fluffy, hazy, smoke-like puffs all over it. And it's very striking against the burgundy foliage. So anyway, uh, deep purple leaves, oval-shaped, retain their color throughout the growing season. 
and then they turn an attractive orange red in the fall. Smoke trees in the same family as and close related to the sumacs. Uh, this tree does well in zones five through eight. It takes full sun, medium moisture, and well-drained soils. Beautiful plant. And the uh, wood, as a wood turner, the wood is brilliant yellow. It's absolutely glorious. Mm. You mm. didn't know that, yes. did you? No, I didn't. There you go. There you are. All right. Smoke tree. That's a really pretty uh, a plant. It's not really a tree. It's a large shrub that is often yes. used tree form and kind of in the same context of a yopon holly and, yes. and in that same size. So, oh, and I love your next plant. Everybody thinks of uh, spireas as being bridal wreath, the, the white flowering plant. Tell us about this one. Well, this is one called Little Bonnie. Uh, this is a deciduous dwarf spirea. It's well suited for the south. Its blue-green foliage does not burn out like other spireas. Uh, Little Bonnie produces profuse clusters of rosy pink flowers, heavily in the spring and then sporadically during the summer. This is a shrub that does well in full sun to part shade, zones four through nine. As I said, it gets about two to three feet tall and wide, so it's a perfect size as a border in a container or in a mass planting. When you see and, the genus, the species named Bumalda, B-U-M-A-L-D-A, Spirea mm-hmm. Bumalda, you know it's going to be that that uh, kind of lavender pink flower color. Yes. And this is a dwarf variety. It's not big in the in the plant oil species, and this is a more compact version of beautiful plant. Love that plant. Pretty color. It's kind of maroon. Always a yes. nice color. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Very pretty. See, I got him to agree that maroon is a nice color. Yes, I know you're going there. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I found another shrub, a, a, a deciduous blooming shrub in our perennial garden. It's a Dutzia, and it's a hybrid variety called, well, the pronunciation is Magician, but it's sold as Magician, and that's the way we have it labeled, Magician. But this is a deciduous shrub that grows four to six feet tall and is wide in zones five through eight. It's a rounded shrub with arching branches and then small bell-shaped pink flowers edged in white that appear in late spring. And this is just in glorious bloom. Uh, this does well in full sun to light shade, in medium moisture, well-drained soils. And as I say, we have a nice specimen blooming in the perennial garden. So when you go to look at that smoke tree, you can also see the dudesia that's in bloom. Pretty plain. And then fi- yeah, yeah, and then finally, uh, there's a salvia called Mystic Spires. Oh, this is spectacular. We have this blooming in the pollinator pathway, which is between the Brit Building and the Garden Center. Uh, this is a Texas superstar plant. It gets about 18 to 30 inches tall, produces spikes of intense indigo-colored flowers that mix very nicely with other annuals and perennials. Uh, Mystic Spires is tolerant of heat and humidity. It's not bothered by pests or diseases. Uh, takes full sun. It's adapted to most soils, but it does need good drainage. It's hardy to zone 7. And as I said, there's some beautiful specimens in the pollinator pathway. Uh, which is filled with other spring-blooming wildflowers as well. Yeah, the uh, salvias are beautiful, folks, and this is a good time to go out and evaluate the ones that you like the best. They'll be in bloom for several weeks. There are salvias that bloom all summer, some that bloom in the fall, and there's a salvia for every part of your garden and for every taste. So you need to you need to lock into the salvias. You have a new exhibit in the garden. Tell us. Tell us about this. Well, we do. It just went up on Friday, and it will stay up through August 1. Uh, it's an exhibit. This is Sean Kenny's Nature Connects. That's the name of the exhibit. Sean Kenny's Nature Connects, built with Lego bricks. Uh, there are 15 sculptures throughout the garden. These are sculptures of plants, animals, insects, birds, 
place throughout the garden. I know we have a praying mantis. We have a giant hummingbird. Uh, gosh, all sorts of animals and flowers built out of Lego bricks. And, and they're on display through August 1. So that, uh, that exhibit is part of the, uh, the regular admission to the garden. That's cool. Good for you guys. Yeah. That's good. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. And for folks who would like to bring their mother out today before any rain comes in late in the day, uh, no problem there? Exactly. It's a beautiful, yeah, it's a good time to visit the garden. So much yeah, in bloom. Yeah, everything is absolutely beautiful right now. So just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, just north of I-30 on University, across from Trinity Park. And uh, how do they get, uh, how do they gain admission? Uh, just park, walk in, pay, and, and come on in? Is yes. That, yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Don't have to uh-huh. buy tickets ahead of time. Well, they can if they want to online or, uh, you know, we're selling uh, tickets to walk up. So, yeah, either way. All right. And the other thing you could do is buy your mom a membership. If she's an avid gardener, that would be the thing to do. And you have a Mother's Day gift there, right, all in one package. So that's kind of nice. Exactly. All right. Website is? FWBG.org. And the 24-hour information phone number is? That is 817-463-4160. This is Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Botanic Garden and of the Botanic Research Institute of Texas. In another 30 years, Steve, I will feel comfortable in just saying Brit because people yes. will know then, but they don't yeah. know now. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, I appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Have a wonderful Mother's Day with, with, uh, with your wife and, and family. I'm sure you have something cooked up. Yes, we do. Well, thank you very much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. And that is sponsored today by the wonderful people at Advanced Foundation Repair. They, uh, just as a mother is the foundation of a family, I'm willing to admit that. Uh, the uh, foundation of a house is pretty important to that house also. And I want to suggest to you that you have advanced foundation repair come to your home and do that free home inspection. Now, you don't have to do it if you're absolutely not concerned about foundation problems being an issue. But if you have any concern, if you have windows and doors that don't open properly or that are drifting shut or whatever it is, that's the time to call advanced foundation repair. If you're seeing hairline cracks around the uh, corners of, uh, uh, of walls or up in the tape and bedwork of the ceiling, uh, whatever. If you see cracks in, uh, in any of the mortar joints or in the uh, grouting of the tile, that's the time immediately to call advanced foundation repair. Something is shifting, and that's not a good thing. We're about to go from wet soils to pretty dry soils as it gets hot and dry this summer. And so you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair. They've been in business a long time. I've been doing ads for them for 25 and a half years here. Proudly so. We're customers of Advanced Foundation Repair and very happy to have, be able to say that to you. When they do the work for you, you get a guarantee on that work, a warranty that is good for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner to owner. 214-333-0003. On the web, it is foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214 I'm Greg Polito with Callaway's in North Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Greg, very, very much. 
I appreciate him. He has been with them a long time. And that's a great store. Let me uh, give you the phone number. I have only one line open right now. It's 800-288-9227. And we go to Kay in McKinney. Kay, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Certainly. I have a Mystic Spire salvia. And it's about four foot tall. And I started noticing yesterday that something is eating the stems at the bottom and literally this morning, there's like six stems just laying on the ground. What would be eating those? All right. And you are sure they're being eaten and not blown over by the wind and, and just uh, knocked over? Yes. Are they missing? Uh, no, just laying there. All right. And so when you look at the the severed location, I, are there teeth marks can you see if it was cut cleanly or is it uh, is it jagged well that's a good question it is well it's almost like it's been pulled up off of the end of the plant it's i mean you can see it's jagged but it looks like something has pulled it out of the ground all right uh are there claw marks in the soil like something has been digging um, I have mulch there, so no. There, no, it doesn't appear right. to be. Obviously, uh, Kay, if you haven't uh, deduced this yet, I have no clue. <laughs> I might as well tell you that first, and now I need to figure out what the answer is. Uh, generally, they are not eaten. They're not uh, not targets of, of pests. I would think that it is uh, a random act of a squirrel or a possum or something of that sort, something that is just... Um, because they didn't eat anything, it sounds like they just broke it off and laid it, just pushed it aside. Exactly. Are you not seeing any part of the stem that has been chewed up the stem or anything? Nope, nope, not at all. I think it was just in the way and and something um, uh, broke. I'm still, I'm still, uh, do you see soil on the stem that is out of the ground? Was part of it subterranean? When it was pulled yes. out? Okay. Just maybe about an inch. All right. Well, wind would not have done that. Wind would have, have folded it over, and there probably would not be any soil on the stem. So I'll give up on that theory. That, that still was haunting me a little bit. Um, I, I think you probably have an animal that, that just walked through it or, or pulled on it or something, and I'll bet it doesn't happen again. I don't know. Did it happen at night or in the daytime? Uh, at night. All right, then they're either raccoons or possums, uh, or uh, not that I want to say this, but rats. Um, our son lives in West McKinney, and, and uh, the whole West McKinney area does have rats that go up and down the fences. That is true. House. Yeah. So it could be that. It could be that, and they're strong enough to do that. I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be a recurring thing. Gosh, I hope not, because it's a beautiful plant. Yeah, I understand. I understand. It might be that you could... I, I don't know what to suggest, because I don't know what caused it. Maybe somebody right. will call who has uh, experienced it and can can uh, uh, give us a heads up on exactly what it is. I'm at an impasse. We have, we have enough odd times where I have a couple minutes without calls, uh, a call on a line, that if somebody wanted to try to help, they could get through. So, okay, great. Let's let's see what happens. That's the best I have, Kay. I just don't know. 
All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling. I appreciate that. Jerry and Killeen, I'll come right to you. Stay with me. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, Randy uh, Williams referenced it in his newscast right before I came on the air. And uh, this is my book. Uh, it is the fifth printing of my book. And I have left the special on. Uh, I had told you last week that I was running it out as the time the books arrived. And that turned out to be a Monday about 11 o'clock in the morning. And by then I had taken so many more orders. I thought to myself, I can't just cancel this and make the last people who ordered the thing uh, wait. And, and then everybody else that orders right after that pay the full price. So until I get myself caught up on signing the books and getting them mailed, then I'm going to leave the special in place for another week or two. So I don't know when it's going to go up, but it won't be much longer. This is the book that has 11 chapters. This is the fifth printing, not fifth edition. So if you have one of the first four, you don't need to buy this. But if you don't have it, you need to get it. If all you have is my cowboy boot book, or if you don't have any book that I've written, you really need this one, because I think you'll find it to be the most useful gardening reference that you'll put your hands on. Uh, It has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar, that 48-page calendar, four pages per month of when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. And chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's written for every county in the state of Texas, and uh, I will guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny that you invest in it. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas, not overseas. I sign every copy as it sells, and what else do I need to tell you? It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The only way you can buy it is by either calling my office Monday through Friday business hours, or better yet, by ordering it from my website. I would suggest the website, and that's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. But if you need to call, it's 800-752-GROW. That's weekdays. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, do it right now. NeilSperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972 972- 562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. In person inside, in person outside, online always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. That's our church and proud to offer them that uh, moment of uh, information. So I hope you'll join us at our church. Arborological Services, hope you'll join them in your trees. 
They are the best it gets in the tree service business. And uh, that's Steve Hauser's company, along with Russell Peter- Peters and Kevin Bassett, the Arborist of the Year for the State of Texas, three men who have been in different years designated that. They are the best with... Uh, more than 10 International Society of Arboriculture, certified arborists, college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. It is a team of people who really care about your trees. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees. I guarantee you that. They were out a few weeks ago, and they have a little more work to do. We have a lot of trees on our property, and uh, I have some more that I want to have them work on because nobody does a better job. Whether it's routine tree management or whether it's a difficult tree takedown or cabling or bracing or lightning arrest, whatever it is, Arborological Services can do it for you. Their number sounds like a big national firm, but they are totally local. Everything is local. 866-552-7267. Arborological.com. Arbor. That's a, a tree term. You know that. This is not a made-up word. This is real. Arborological Services. Arborological.com. 866-552-7267. Give them a call. Let them come do the work on your trees. Before the wind takes limbs out of your trees, your trees may be severely weakened. They will tell you, no, don't be pruning those oaks yet. They're not going to do that unless you have a tree that had a prior problem before the cold. But for routine tree management problems that you need the best uh, to handle, it's Arborological Services. Love these people. 866 552 Six, seven. Neil, Speary, and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. And I'm Paul with Callaway's in Richardson, the very first Callaway's. And now, back to Neil. I love hearing him say that. Thank you, Paul, very, very much. Let's go to Jerry and Killeen. Jerry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Enjoy the show. Thank the you. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I planted some English Thorndale ivy and some Glacier English ivy. And I noticed they had brown spots on them. Should I treat that for a fungus, or should I leave them alone since they're just in the ground? Not sure. They're in a shaded area. Did you have these for a while at home before you planted them? They were actually at the gentleman's house for about three weeks. Okay. Um, I, no, you want to go in and, and uh, treat them. There is a, a fungal leaf spot that gets on English ivy on hetera. And uh, I would I would use an approved fungicide. I would imagine Daconil is. I would check the label or, or check online. But um, uh, I would go ahead and treat. I, I don't know if you're expecting rain in the next 24 hours. You might want to wait until after that. But I'd it rained. After that. Just, it, it, it just stopped raining. Again, we've been getting a lot of rain. Right now? Yeah, it just stopped. So I should wait for it to dry out. Yes. Well, wait. Yeah, wait till the foliage is dry. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Can so I ask another question? Too. Sure, sure. How far back should I trim oleanders and uh, fig trees? All right. I imagine that they look in Killeen about like they do in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I think. Uh, I think the freeze line for those two plants is pretty far south, deep in Texas. And uh, I imagine the oleanders are frozen clear to the ground, are they not? Aren't they brown all the way down to ankle high? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, cut sir. them that and far down. Anything that's brown needs to be cut off. 
and I hope they come back. I had a couple of callers yesterday uh, tell me, I don't see any new shoots coming, Neil, and, and uh, that's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And it may mm-hmm. be that there are some of the more tender uh, oleander varieties in North Texas, uh, not not Killeen necessarily, but it may be that some of them were killed, not just frozen to the ground, but killed uh, because yeah. the cold was so severe. In your case, I would think they would be putting out some new shoots. Uh, they should be by now. The fig, depending on the variety you have, if it's Celeste, it ought to have some new shoots coming out, and they ought to have some pretty good-sized leaves by now and cut back to those. Yeah, no leaves, just shoots coming up down by the by the base. Yeah, th- those are your that's that's your that's your plant. <laughs> that's what you got now. Okay, yeah, I, right, I, I laugh. It's your plant, and I'm laughing at your plant. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. That was unkind. But uh, no, if I, you <laughs> if if you want to wait another week or two, there is an off chance that some more uh, break, uh, buds will break farther up on those trunks. I really doubt it. I think that figs have already made the commitment, and you can tell where they're going to have new shoots. And I would go yeah, ahead and I, prune them and get get the dead wood out of the way. Yeah, when I when I break them off, even larger limbs, it's just dry. Yeah, they froze badly. This was a, a bad one. They lived in clean. You know, I was born here. Yeah. Never seen anything like this. I'm 59, but this is crazy. Yeah, this I've not ever seen anything like this either. I've been in the Dallas-Fort Worth area 50 years. Hope you're safe where you yeah. are. Sounds like you're right in the middle of it. Well, you know, we we got lucky. We didn't we didn't lose power or water. We just lost a bunch of a uh, lot of plants. Yeah. Well, well, have a good day, Jerry. Thanks for calling back. I know you had some trouble with your phone. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. Take you, care. You bye bye. Sirens going off all around him. I guess this doesn't bother him. Must uh, must have been farther away than I think. I have very good earphones. Maybe that's it. Um, tell you about Whiskey Stone. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across DFW, turning landscaping dreams into reality. I happened to be out driving, riding around yesterday as our son took us around uh, parts of Collin and Denton counties, and we went past several stone yards, and I looked at those, and I was thinking about what I say about Whiskey Stone, that they have the biggest selection. I thought, wow, you add all of those together, they don't equal Whiskey Stone. What I've told you is so true, 22 acres in size. They have everything from the biggest boulders you could ever want. I mean, you could park the car behind some of those boulders almost. <laughs> They're just huge, all the way, not quite that big. But if you're trying to build a fountain or, or something with a, a, you know, a big impact, they can help you there all the way down to fine pea gravel, decorative gravel, uh, anything in between. If you're doing a flagstone patio or walkway, retaining wall, stones, if you want um, uh, just any kind of stone that you might want, they have it for you. River rock, I'm big on river rock. I admit that every week. Uh, Whiskey Stone has it. And the other thing they have is knowledgeable salespeople who have been in the business a long time. This is a company that started in 1983. That's a long time, almost 40 years of selling the finest in stone and uh, doing it with a great big smile. 22 acres of stone. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 817 429 
888-888-0822. Open Monday through Saturday. Closed on Sundays. Whiz-Q.com. Mike and Derek Wisnan, second and third generations in the family business. 4501 East Lupe 20 South, Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. You don't have to feel distant. Come join the conversation. I want to say uh, I love America because everyone gets a voice. This is News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is eGardens, and you sign up for it at neilsperry.com. You can see what it looks like right there where you sign up for it. It's free and always will be. I'll never spam you. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody. You'll always get a a featured plant of the week. You'll always get a featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly. And you'll always have gardening this weekend where I point out uh, 10 or 12 or 15 things that you need to be doing in that weekend, the next three or four days. I spend about a day, day and a half each week writing and 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 uh, photographing and doing things for eGardens. Take a look at it at neilsperry.com, same place you can buy my book, and E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on the eGardens tab. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Anti-abortion legislation will soon be on its way to the governor for his signature. I'm Dennis Martin. At the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking three left lanes of westbound I-30 at 2nd Avenue. All southbound lanes of I-45 are closed this morning in the Ellis County town of Palmer. Very serious accident there hours ago. It kept that part of I-45 shut down completely southbound, and it will be probably for several hours yet to come. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Mostly cloudy today and breezy. Chance for some late afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High temperature should reach the mid-80s. Tonight, slight chance of showers and storms, low in the high 50s. Tomorrow, Monday, cloudy, continuing chance for showers and storms, high temperature in the middle 60s. Right now, it's cloudy, 79 degrees. The Texas House has approved Senate Bill 8, known as the Heartbeat Bill. If the governor signs it, and he says he will, it'll ban abortions in Texas after fetal heartbeats are detected. Opponents say that can happen within four weeks after conception, and many women don't even know they're pregnant that quickly. The bill also would allow anyone in Texas to sue any abortion provider who violates state law. Last night's boxing match at AT AT&T Stadium set an American indoor attendance record. The super middleweight title unification fight between Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders drew 73,126 fans. Previous American indoor record, 63,350, was set in 1978 when Muhammad Ali defeated Leon Spinks in a heavyweight title fight in New Orleans. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 9 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage, of course, is available right now at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. 
The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. That's why we're Americans. It was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather storms. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorm snowstorms for years to come, and that's a lot longer than conventional roofs. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com to learn more and to find a location near you. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they are made to last. MuellerInc.com Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com Visit my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you can order my book while it's still on that sale price of only $31.95 plus tax and postage. That's an incredible deal for you. That's also where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter that comes out every Thursday evening. That's an incredible deal for you. That's where you find my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. That used to be a book that sold for about $30. That's an incredible deal for you, and it's all at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com let the texas certified nursery professionals at your neighborhood callaways help you i'm lynn from the south arlington store and now back to neil thank you lynn very very much very much oh bill bill left from grapevine that's too bad we're about ready to get him on the air let's go to ted and stephenville uh, by the way we have two open lines now 800-288-WBAP 800-288-9227 you will be on the phone right behind ted ted this is neil good morning good morning thanks for taking my call yes sir uh this year is kind of unusual for us we have a lot of clover and a lot of I want to say dollar weed, but it's only about the size of a, of a nickel in our yard. And I was wondering what could, if I just keep mowing that with my bagger, will that go away? Uh, the answer is no, it will not. Okay. Okay. Uh, probably what you have is dichondra. And uh, dichondra is a little bitty low growing. I mean, it hugs the ground. Uh, dollar weed is uh, silver dollar size, and it has stems on its leaves that stick it up about three or four inches uh, above yeah, the no. ground. Uh, Dichondra has a little creeping uh, vine uh, stems. Uh, Dichondra is kind of kidney-shaped, about the size of a lima bean, the leaves are. Does that sound like what you have? Uh, that sounds like what I have, yeah. Yeah, um, and no, it will, uh, it will encroach another two inches every month. Until pretty soon you'll say, wow, I have a lot more of that than I used to. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and, I do uh, right now. 
Yeah, it's a pretty little plant. I I tell this story often enough that there are those out there saying, "I oh, good gosh, she's going to tell it again." Uh, I had a, a little patch of it in my yard, and I thought, you know, that's pretty enough to be a ground cover. So I dug some of it up. I put, I think I did a flats worth, which would be uh, sixteen pots, uh, four inch pots, and put them in my greenhouse. And uh, then I I leveled the lawn out, and there, I didn't dig all the St. Augustine out, but uh, there was enough there to cover back again and uh, the lawn went on and looked fine and I used a broadleafed weed killer to get rid of it Uh, but the plants that I put in the greenhouse I watered and within a month they had developed a fungal leaf spot and died so it wasn't going to make a very good ground cover and uh, the uh, the broadleafed weed killers will kill uh, dichondra and will kill clover very efficiently that's going to be a product that contains two four d the numbers two comma four then a hyphen and the uh, letter D, like in dandelion. And now, will that kill my St. Augustine? No, uh, but you do have to be careful when it begins to get warm. I would certainly get the job done as soon as you can. The more okay. actively the weed is growing, the better the control will be. I use always a pump sprayer, a tank, a two-gallon tank sprayer. I buy it in the concentrate form and mix it myself so that I can put it in a tank sprayer. I don't want to buy one of the pre-mix where it's on a, I have to use it on the end of the hose because you don't want to spray when there's, where there's any chance that you can accidentally spray it up into the air and get it on shrubs and trees. It, it doesn't differentiate between shrubs and trees and, and, uh, dichondra. And uh, so I want to direct my spray straight down, right onto the weeds. And I spot okay. spray my weeds. Uh, you need to do it when the temperature is below 80 or 85 degrees. It'll tell you on the label, the product label. Okay. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Thanks for that call. All right. That opens all lines now. And uh, so that would be at 800-288-WBAP on a Mother's Day morning. A lot of people doing a lot of things, going to church with mom or taking her to brunch or uh, just headed to the house. And uh, so I understand that. Not uh, not offended in the least. Quite the opposite. Proud of you. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We had our crepe myrtle giveaway for the 16th year yes, uh, Friday, uh, where the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney Foundation seeks sponsors and got about uh, 22 underwriters. Uh, we take a one-gallon crepe myrtle to each fifth grader in the McKinney Independent School District, that's 2,100 crepe myrtles, and uh, give each child a one-gallon crepe myrtle to give to his or her mother as a Mother's Day gift. We do it at the close of school on that Friday, right before Mother's Day, and it has a nice little card that it gives all the planting instructions and how to how to care for it and be sure to water it and how to plant it properly, and, and uh, here's something you can give your mom for Mother's Day. And we've done that since 2006. We estimate we've given uh, somewhere in the range of 25,000 plants during that time. And uh, I put a post on my Facebook page. Of course, we're not allowed to take pictures of the kids. uh, But um, uh, somebody quoted one of the kids as saying, this is a a fifth-grade girl overheard uh, as the plants were being given out, uh, talking to her little brother. What did you get mama for Mother's Day? And the little boy said, nothing. And the little girl said, well, I got her a tree. <laughs> and there's just a lot of pride in that. And 
several mothers posted on my Facebook page. Uh, this is my third. Uh, this will go with my other three in the backyard. Um, and the first is from my uh, child who is a fifth grader in, I have to do the math, uh, back. Uh, so it would be probably 2014. She's going to graduate in two weeks. And uh, they have a picture of the plant and things of that sort. It's just really, really a fun project. So, And I've seen those faces. Normally we get to go into the schools and present the crepe myrtles and, and tell the kids a little bit about the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. We've planted somewhere around 40,000 crepe myrtles in the, in the city. Um, and it's a, it's a fun project. Uh, McKinney has been designated by the U.S. and Texas uh, uh, house, Houses of Representatives as America's Crepe Myrtle City. So let me do my last break. We have James in Blue Ridge, and uh, we have John at Nemo by Glenrose. So there we go. And good questions. So I can do that. Uh, the uh, book I want to tell you about is, is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And there are those out there saying, well, Neil, I have your, your book, that one with the cowboy boots. I'm good to go. Well, you're not really, because that one was last touched in 1990. It was uh, uh, put into the marketplace in February of 91. And that is woefully, 30 years ago, that's woefully out of date. That belongs in a vault somewhere, a historic vault. Uh, it's a good book, and, and I was happy with it at that time, but um, it was done through a publishing house, and I went through a lot of bitter committee meetings where uh, things were done to try to cheapen the, the, the cost of the book at printing, and and I, I wasn't happy with that, just really wasn't happy with that. So this one I self-published and did it the way I wanted it to be done. So as a result, it has 840 of my photos and 344 pages. I set out to do a 200-page book. I ended up with 344. But we kept the price down by not going through distributors, not going into stores, and uh, not uh, not going through a publishing house. Those are three stages that all take off their part of the of the profits, the money, and I didn't do any of that. So that's how we can keep the price so low. The book will be thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, and that's a bargain. But it's thirty one ninety five right now. That was the the during production price while it was on the presses, and I've left it at that price. Uh, I have the books now in my garage. I have six thousand of them, about fifty two hundred left. I got that many mailed this week, and this week I have clear sailing coming up. I'm going to be signing all week long. It it begins to hurt by the end of the day if you sign five or six hundred books in a day. Uh, it begins to hurt, and uh, I'll do as many as I can. And so I think I think I can get caught up pretty quickly. If you've already ordered, I'm doing my best. And until I get caught up, I'm just leaving that price right where it is. Book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It covers all aspects of outdoor lawns and landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. Uh, the way to order it is from my website or by calling my office. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It's only $31.95 plus tax and postage, and you'll be getting a signed copy satisfaction guaranteed. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, a hardback on high-quality paper. Now, here are the ways you can order before the price goes up. Call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. But the better way, the better way is to go to neilsperry.com right now and order it. Makes a great gift, for example. And uh, that's at uh, Neil Sperry, N E I L 
S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Hello Texans, Bob Phillips here with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller. As a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing, Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. From food bank facilities to senior citizen centers, we welcome each Texas nonprofit to write in and tell us why their organization deserves a new Mueller building. With multiple locations across the Lone Star State, Mueller is proud to support their surrounding community. For complete contest rules and an entry form, go to TexasCountryReporter.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th and watch TCR for the winning announcement this fall. For more information about Mueller Steel Buildings and Roofing, visit MuellerInc.com or call 877-2-MUELLER. Thank you, Bob, very much. Let me tell you about Callaway since they sponsor this entire hour and do so all year long. The colors of spring are in full bloom at Callaway's Nursery right now. They have everything you need to make your garden picture perfect, and they have great gift items for mom as well. Take your mom there. That'd be a fun outing. Stop by any of their area locations and be inspired. When you shop today, you'll receive 30% off one regular priced item. Callaway's Nursery, committed to providing quality plants, exceptional customer service, and terrific gardening ideas. They have spectacular plants, that's a given, but they have so much more. You'll discover a vast selection of magnificent pottery, garden accessories, flags, mats, and lawn decor galore. The options are incredible. If you have questions, they have Texas-certified nursery professionals. Let me say that again. They have friendly Texas-certified nursery professionals to assist you with expert gardening advice and tips. Visit any one of their open-air stores or order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup. If you love plants, helping people, and spending time outside, you can become part of this great team. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations, and there soon will be 20 of them. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest location on Greenville Avenue. There will be another one. Open seven days a week from 9 until 6 for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Cindy from the Greenville Avenue Callaways in Dallas. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Cindy, very, very much. Let's go to a James in Blue Ridge. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Uh, my wife and I moved to Blue Ridge last year, and there was a large above-ground swimming pool in the backyard, which we had removed. Uh, To prevent erosion, we had the whole area bulldozed flat, but we we planted perennial ryegrass 
which I know is going to die out soon. Right. So what I want to do is get a Bermuda started, and I was wondering the best way to do that. All right. I can help you with that. Uh, is there danger of erosion? Is it on a slope of any kind? Yes. It's a not a very steep, but there's more than enough slope for erosion. Well, the reason I ask, I wondered if you would ever want to justify or need to justify uh, planting sod instead of seed. I don't care which. Well, sod will stop uh, right the erosion. Now, sod is your safer way. If if you're concerned about erosion, uh, sod will, I, I won't say it'll absolutely prevent erosion, but it would uh, it would stop uh, 99%, 95% of the chance of erosion. So consider that, and if you're absolutely feeling that's the way to go, then I won't go through all the detail of planting seed because it takes a while to go through that. But if you want to plant from seed, I'll, I'll, I'll go through that detail. What, what's your option? What's your choice? Well, the only real concern is the size of the area. It's probably a hundred by a hundred feet. All right. The way and that I don't prepare, know if that's reasonable that you, for sod or not. Yeah. The way that you uh, prepare soil for planting either way is the same. You would rototill or cultivate it in some way. It doesn't have to be deep, but you have to go down two or three inches and, and pulverize the soil fairly finely and uh, then rake it uh, or, or drag it, however you do it, smooth so that you have a good smooth grade. I didn't say level, but smooth. Uh, then you make the decision of am I sodding or seeding. Uh, if you're going to seed, you would seed it at the rate of two to four pounds of Bermuda grass seed per thousand square feet, two to four pounds. And you would combine that with equal amounts of cornmeal, uh, just out of the grocery store, cornmeal, uh, to extend the seed because the Bermuda seed is so tiny that, that you'll have a hard time uh, covering the ground without running out of seed too fast. You do two to four pounds per thousand square feet. If you have 100 by 100, then you have 10,000 square feet, so you would need uh, 10 times what I just said. And you'd need All equal right. amounts of the cornmeal. Mix it very thoroughly before you put it into your fertilizer hopper. Uh, I would try to use a, a handheld uh, device rather than something that you have to uh, push through the area so you don't have a lot of footprints and a lot of wheel prints. You're going to have footprints yeah, either what way. What time of year? Yeah. Beg your pardon? What, what time of year? Mid-May to early June. So you're, you're coming right into it. Uh, sow it. Uh, put out half of it going east-west, half of it going north-south so you don't have any gaps. And then water lightly at least once a day for about five minutes uh, to keep the soil moist at all times, not wet. Um, and you, if it turns above 90 degrees, probably twice a day for five minutes for the first 10 days or so, just to make sure it doesn't dry. Those little seedlings are very, very tiny. Their roots are very shallow and you don't want them to dry, but you, you really don't want it to wash. And uh, most importantly, do not seed right before you expect or hear that there's a chance of heavy rains. And uh, after about a week or 10 days, you'll begin to see germination. Uh, you can begin to cut back on the watering to uh, uh, daily and then every other day and mow it as soon as it's tall enough to mow it an inch. And uh, from that point on, you're ready to grow. But uh, that's it. That's why, man, that timing worked out perfectly. That should get you started, James. Good luck with it. Appreciate your call. Folks, we'll be right back. John and Joe, stay with me. <laughs> 